San Francisco when I moved here felt very different from Baltimore, but yet at the same time, there were elements that connected it. And I and when I looked at a map, I remember looking at maps and seeing that you could almost draw a line from one coast from the Maryland area almost across to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of weird, but there is a connection there. That was artist William Rhodes. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from artists, writers, business owners, and San Franciscans from all walks of life, telling stories, sharing personal histories, and trying to put into words what makes this city so special. There's an easy way to help support what we do. Go to the store page on our website, storiedsf.com, to check out the various pledge levels. Help us out, and we'll send you some cool Storied San Francisco swag. Welcome to episode 33, part one. In this podcast, William talks about growing up in Baltimore, seeing some similarities between there and San Francisco, moving to the city, the art of the mission, and establishing his own art experience here. William's show, Threaded Memories, is up at the African-American Art and Culture Complex through August 2nd. He'll be giving an artist talk there next Thursday, July 25th at 6 p.m. Here's William. So I am a wanderer in many respects. Um, I, I started my journey. Um, I was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland, and fresh out of high school, um, I spent time traveling different places and went to school in Philadelphia after that and then went to school in uh, Massachusetts. So after that, well, I should say in Philadelphia, I went to University of the Arts and then I graduated and went to University of Massachusetts Dartmouth and then um, spent time back in Baltimore again and met a wonderful lady which became my wife and through our connection and also through work that I was doing because I was trained as a furniture maker and I started getting um, jobs or commissions actually in the San Francisco Bay Area and I think it was like serendipity because I met my wife who was from that same location and she's from here or she is she's from San Francisco okay so we um, things just were in great alignment and we found our way back to San Francisco. So I've been living here for 11 years now. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about Baltimore? It all, it's still the, the city just kind of fascinates me. It's a it's it's one of these unique places. It's not like anywhere else. Do you, it, would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean Baltimore is really amazing because I have to say on the surface and I'm just projecting what I can imagine someone visiting for the first time on the surface Baltimore is pretty rough and I had some rough experiences there too but once you and I call it the underground city because once you really understand the culture and you really have someone there that can help you navigate through the city it is absolutely amazing I mean, there are so many uh, creative gyms there, so many creative people, and just like this bizarre history, which, um, and, and I don't want to ramble, but I'm just using this as an example, talking about an underground city. I went to Baltimore School for the Arts, 
And at the time, I remember we were in high school and one of my friends lived in Mount Vernon and, and, and had a party. So they invited us to go to the party. We were in the basement dancing and having fun. And we're talking the early 80s now. And um, the person who owned the house, he said, well, you know, let's go check out the sub-basement. And we went into this sep separate section of the basement and there was a sub-basement and we shined a light into this sub-basement and he told us that there were these tunnels that ran under the city. And we were like, you know, we had been drinking and partying in high school now. And we were just like, okay, who's going to take the tour through the tunnels? And we walked maybe two steps and we were like, no, we can't do it. <laughs> this is just too crazy. Yeah. But we found out later, you know, Baltimore had some houses and still do that have tunnels that would run down to the harbor. I don't know if they currently run that far down, yeah. but it goes back to the time when the British used to tax um, all of the items that were coming into uh, America, tobacco, etc. And so people would like the black market would smuggle things in. So. That's the kind of city Baltimore is. I mean, you have this weird, quirky stuff that happens. And if you didn't know, no one would ever know that this kind of stuff even exists. San Francisco, when I moved here, felt very different from Baltimore. But yet at the yes. same time, there were elements that connected it. And, I, and when I looked at a map, I remember looking at maps and seeing that you could almost draw a line from one coast from the Maryland area almost across to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of weird, but there is a connection mm -hmm. there. So let's maybe then talk a, a little bit more about that decision and that time and to, to move out here. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, had, had you had you visited here before at all before you moved here? I really hadn't. Yeah. I mean, up to the time, we, you know, we visited, you know, came back one time to came, well, came one time to visit. And then, you know, like several months later, we ended up living here. Yeah. And I was nervous because I, you know, had an old historic house in Maryland, Baltimore that I'd restored. I had an art thing going. So it was really taking a chance to moving out here. You, you knew of San Francisco. What were your impressions before you actually came out here for the first time? I guess I was stuck in the, in the hippie, uh, hippie thinking, you know, hippie era, you know. Um, I expected still a lot of that hippie feel, you know, hate street um, and really kind of the alternative lifestyle of people living in communes mm -hmm. and tents. It's embarrassing to say, but, you know, there were elements like that uh, that I thought were still taking place here. I'm, and I always look for that. And, you know, because they're, believe it or not, are elements of that in, in Baltimore. So. Yeah. You know, I felt like it would be even more of that here mm -hmm. in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then you arrived. Where, yes. like, what part of town did you live? Um, in, in Noe Valley. Oh, okay, you're right yep. here. So I, I, I arrived and pretty much this, is, this was my central spot. Okay. And spent a lot of time in the mission, too, mm -hmm. since it's close. Mm -hmm. You know, really walking around the mission, taking everything in with that. What did, what did and do you think of that area I, I love the mission yeah. um i re you know i was really excited about with all of the murals the strong um latino influence in that area i loved it the, i guess on a sad note i came at a time when a lot of people kept telling me you know 
things are changing. It's not the same. We're losing, you know, that that kind of flavor or influence that we used to have. So I started to witness some of these changes. Yeah. But um, I know for me, walking down 24th Street is still still special. It, it really is. And it still rate, retains a lot of that feeling still. Mm-hmm. There's a section over there where it's like, you know, there's Balmy Alley and then there's Presida and it's like, Every alley, first of all, there's alleys. That's awesome. Yes. Alley culture. And then they, it's like the art. It's just right there. I love that. Yes. Yes. Beautiful work and very inspiring too. You know, just the fact, I think with me and the mission, just the surprise, Mm -hmm. you know, you're walking down a street, you turn a corner, you go down an alley and it's like this, it opens up into like this huge, you know, section of art and Mm -hmm. people painting from not just on the walls, but sometimes on the, on the ground or mm-hmm. sometimes on the, on the roof, you know, it, it, this, this freedom, you know, that mm. takes place that, that really excited me. Do you want to talk about, um, coming here as an artist? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you know, you're not just an observer. You, you, you're, prol- I'm going to call you prolific. You, yeah. There's a lot here. Um, how, how was that moving here? And you said also it was a little bit of a risk because you had built yourself up as an artist in Baltimore and you kind of just picked up. Yes. Do you want to talk about that experience of coming here, pick, of, of leaving, but then also of, of re, like reestablishing yourself as yeah. an artist in a new place? So I was very lucky because <laughs> sometimes when you take risks, you don't always come out on top. So I felt like I was very lucky. Um, one thing that really helped me was developing a good arts community and also um, there's an organization called uh, Artspan mm-hmm. in San Francisco. They were that was an incredible organization to be a part of because number one, I could join a solid organization. I knew no one. And then all of a sudden I'm a part of an artist community and I had opportunities to show. I had opportunities to network with other artists. They had lectures, all of these things. So it made it a lot easier compared to some cities where you got to, you know, put in all the grunt work and you got to constantly knock on doors. And we're, and depend on word of mouth and all that stuff. Yes, so, yes, yeah. yes. So that was amazing. And then also um, over time, I for, formed um, an organization called 3.9, okay. which was an African-American art collective. Mm-hmm. And then we became a support network in a community. So all of that really, you know, just made my journey a lot easier. And I and I don't take that for granted in any way. Right. Can you talk about 3.9 a little more? I don't, I, I'm not familiar. Yeah. So, so we came together. Um, we're artists. We're, we are writers, mm-hmm. um, poets, um, you name it. Right. <laughs> we're, you know, creative people. We, um, our statement 3.9 is based off of the percentage, the projected percentages of African-Americans that are left in the city. Um, it was a huge decline compared to like sixties and seventies. We came together because of the decline and we have done a series of like community projects. We show together, mm-hmm. um, we've been a support net, network, I mean, shoulder to cry on, you you yeah. name it. We've been that for each other. Awesome. And uh, we continue to exist. We started in 2011, and we're still, still, you know, making it happen. That was William Rhodes. 
You can find 3.9 Collective and William's Artist page on Facebook. Join us Thursday when he'll talk more about his show, Threaded Memories, and the party that kicked it off. Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald. Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeder. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to learn about some of the stuff we do besides the podcast. Find the 80-plus episodes on our website, storiedsf.com, which is also where you can go to pledge support for what we do. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show for us. Send comments or suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.